we have KJ with us. KJ is a close friend of mine that I met back in 2017. I'm imitating Adrian uh, introducing the podcast. That's how you do it, smooth. Now I'll be trying to get my key sweat on, bro. <laughs> but you know, you know. This I love. This is Keith Sweat. <laughs> we getting sweaty with Keith. Man, make it last forever, man. What a classic banger. Oh, yeah. Make this last. Wait, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I got the, I got the make right song, Make it right? last. So, yeah, I don't be doing the intro <clears throat> shit, really, because I do it like you was just making fun yeah, of. You, pre, you pre-record. <laughs> but, um, shit. So, of course, I always talk about on here how I met people. So, like, me and you, we met, like, through some different circumstances. So, like, the story about how this happened was me, Devin, and Phil, we were doing the United Everywhere, like, open mic at Founders. So, we was at Founders doing the open mic. After we get done, one of the members from Sherman Geppert came up and was like, yo, we got a show in Lansing that we about to do. Y'all trying to go perform with us and he was like hell yeah like that shit sounds dope yeah. so yeah so then we went there it was at the loft right yep. it was the loft yeah it was the loft yeah yeah so we got there and then there was three of us performing and y'all were the other band what was it we we went first y'all went yeah y'all went first and then i think we went second and um Actually, I don't even know if they were called Sherman Geppard at the time. I no, think they, they were the called. bad hombres. Were, yeah, yeah, it wasn't Sherman yeah, Geppard at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, shout out Josh out there. Um, but yeah, y'all went first. We went second. They went last. It was yeah. empty as hell it in was there. So Nobody fucking, was there. <laughs> hey, the only motherfuckers that came through was my friends. I had, I had like, because it was in, in Lansing. So yeah, you had like two friends flint. come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had some folks, a couple of folks. My boy uh, Ronald came through. I think my friend Dominique, probably a couple other folks. Were they there? Through. I mean, they he must said, have just been there for y'all part and dipped out because I remember playing to just people who were in the band. I feel like. Oh, for real? But they no, might they, have. No, you, they you was, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was, um, I mean, it just feels so but, empty because no, that place was so a yeah, big venue. Yeah, and it was just <laughs> like, like 10 people. All right. Uh, but no, but no, but it was cool. Like, I remember, like, y'all came in and we was like warming up, you know, yeah. um, for our shit. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, Oh, he's the same way. I I, I think <laughs> I told this story uh, on a different podcast, funny yeah. enough. But uh, Mitch was playing um, Wolfpack. He's playing Dean Town. Oh, and I was like, oh, you know about Wolfpack, bro? Yeah. And they was kind of the same way. Like this is like I feel like before Wolfpack was like what they are now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I feel like Dean Town and all that shit had just came out. And uh, we, you know, we just instantly just like locked. And I don't even think you was on stage like warming up with them or nothing like yeah, that. You know just, what I mean? Just, yeah. Just fiddling. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then y'all performed, man. And it was just kind of like one of those things where like, I feel like we didn't even have to like really talk to each other. No, we just kind of like, like, oh, both of them. Yeah. yeah. yeah we get, yeah. We, we need to do stuff together. Yeah. Like, obviously. Like right? it, was, it was very obvious. Cause I mean, we performed first, got that shit done. And then y'all started going. I was like, oh, these motherfuckers get down. Yeah. Like, and then it was just like that y'all's um energy and what y'all do like it just matches well like we're different but goes together well yeah like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So then from that we started just it's doing like it. both of our bands are like uh, oddly unique enough to not fit with any other band you know mm-hmm. what i mean but still also somehow 
fit with other bands you know yeah so like both of us kind of having that of like where do we fit in i don't know like we work together and we both obviously have like the funk element you know yeah. in that aspect of it uh, but yeah I think that's just why we just like linked of just like oh it's hard to find other bands that sound like me but they pretty close so yeah. uh <laughs> hell yeah and then yeah and then from that point like I don't know I just started you know you started having me I go to your shows you be like yo come freestyle yeah you know yeah. all that and, shit so and, I, and we found out uh you only live like nine minutes down the street and I was yeah. like oh what yeah, yeah and I was like we should jam and then I just started coming around all the time oh, I yeah. feel like man like, yeah yeah we used to jam all the yeah, time yeah we just be jamming all the time uh, which is funny enough I mean you dropped a single today man that I heard and I was like oh I forgot. like oh, yeah. I remembered I remembered that session when I heard it uh -huh. but the funny thing that I was saying was um <laughs> um that that riff in that song <laughs> it like will come in my head every now and then and i'll always be like dang where's that from like why did that sound so familiar uh -huh. and so then when i heard the song today i was like oh that's the rip that i always just hear in my oh, head sometimes yeah and like yeah. instantly when i heard that i remembered us when we was upstairs in the room like recording i was like oh yeah that's where that's from yeah let's, that's funny as hell let's actually talk about that session because like <laughs> Yeah, so I don't remember exactly what was going on. Like, I don't know if you came over there to play on that or if I was just up there working um, on it. Yeah, I know I was you, you hit me up and I think you specifically was like, oh, yo, okay. I'm trying to work on a song. Like, I just want you to come by and like see what you can add to it. Okay, and then yeah. Devin was there and Phil was there. You know, we just mm -hmm. kind of like you know recruited. You know, you know how it is. Like it, that's what I just love, man. I miss about like what we used to be able to do that. And before COVID, like at life has changed so much. But yeah. it would just kind of be like, oh, Devin, what's up, man? You in the house? Oh, dang, I like that. And then he'd sit down, start working. Uh -huh. Phil walk up there, just sit on drums and just start playing or something. It's like kind of like an unspoken thing of like, oh yeah, we 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 don't know what we're doing this for, but like let's just do yeah. it, you know. And I think yeah, that was cool because. I think I think that's what it was. I knew some some of it wasn't planned, so I I planned for you to come over and do yeah. some stuff. But then Phil and Devin came up yeah. and everything, and then Cam came up too. Yeah. So like yeah, um, Phil started playing some so the drums to the track, and he was like, "All right, you know, let's get that down, record that." And then while he was kind of playing the drums. Um, we just started like getting excited in the background and yelling and stuff, and you can hear Cam kind of yelling. That's, oh man, that's... I gotta hear that part. I don't know if yeah. I remember that part. It's really way in the background of the mix. Uh, okay. For when I, for when it comes out, but, but yeah, it was just like the energy of that. Like that was the most memorable recording from that project. Yeah. Like that was really. That's dope. Good. Yeah, one. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah, man, that's funny because it, it's one of those things where like. Um, as we talking about it like i say and as i heard it like now i'm remembering it but it mm -hmm. really i had not thought about that I, yeah. like it was kind of in the back somewhere yeah and it's yeah. been it's been a while yeah probably a few years two years I don't yeah know. but um how long ago did you start um kj and the good time family band man we started 2015 so i don't know 
was that seven years now man it's crazy (laughs) um yeah and uh just for a year that jason and scott wasn't a part of that i had a different drummer and a different bass player that's what i was gonna ask like was it that same lineup okay yeah yeah and like like what was that time like when like when you started the beginning like 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 what got you to that point of starting oh man like dude it was crazy so all right, I guess I should just break down my musical journey, and then that's like how I'll get to it. Yeah. So I was in a band. My first band was called the Sparcastics, and it was with uh, my friend Bryce uh, mm-hmm. and uh, my friend Stacy. Um, and she like really couldn't play drums, but like she just you know she could hold a beat. And yeah. She, yeah. It was kind of like that Meg White thing of like uh-huh. not the best drummer, but really suits what we doing. And then mm-hmm. my boy Bryce, uh, he played guitar. And the funny thing with that band is we were so scrappy. We didn't have a bass player. So me and Bryce both played guitar and uh, no bass. <laughs> so just two, so guitars, two guitars and a drummer. And Y'all was wilding out, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and we'd just be rocking, man. We was really into like um, like Brand New and like Taking Back Sunday. Uh, we really loved like John Mayer, man. So it was like this kind of like soft but hard type mm-hmm. thing and it's like i listen back to it now and i was like Ugh, kind of a little bit cringe you know what i mean mm-hmm. for like what i do now and like what i'm into but you know i was i'd have been 20 21 you know yeah I was, yeah young yeah yeah <laughs> and still, you know figuring shit out and then um actually fast forward later to kj and the good time family band bryce was in that band later but mm-hmm. i'll save that i mean i think I'm, I'm not gonna share all his business but just like you know it was just kind of one of those things with the band where like he was just having problems, you know, and it was just, like, interfering with what we had going on. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of, like, split up, man. It's kind of, like, very sad. Like, oh, man, what do we do? Yeah. And then um, I was like, I'm going to keep playing, man. Like, I, I, I can't wait. And then luckily my friend uh, Andrew Michelson was in a band called uh, Apollius, I think was their name. And then when I joined the band, they changed it to Nova Night. But he was moving to Texas, and he was like, yo, they're going to need – somebody to play guitar um and i was like damn i don't know these dudes like i just know you you know what i yeah, mean like, like you, if you, you moving like you connection yeah right and they play like electronic music man which i really was just was not into and like the guitar mm-hmm. parts and stuff was like super easy man it was just like very boring as opposed to like sparcastics or like me and my friends you know we was like writing together and then um Nova Night was just me and a bunch of dudes that I didn't know, and then that's just kind of what it was. It was kind of like a job, and like I, I like those dudes, but like I mean, even to this day, like I don't, I don't really even talk. I mean, I don't, I don't know what any of them are doing really, yeah. you know. Um, so it's just kind of like it was cool, you know. And again, like it was, it was like a, just a fun experience to play something different. I was doing electronic, like we had synth, you know, the robot shit, man. Like we had <laughs> dude Garrett, man, shout out to Garrett. He's writing all the songs and whatnot. But it was just kind of like after that experience. I was like, okay, like, I need to do my own thing. You know, this is like, you know, after three, this is like a combination of three years or so, you know. Yeah, you're like, and all right. Yeah, I'm starting to build up. Yeah, I'm starting like, to build up confidence. I'm like, I, yeah, I need to be like myself. I was like, like, the brand new stuff and taking back, like, I like all that music, but I'm mm-hmm. just like, that's not me as a player, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, electronic music, like, I, it was fun, but, like, that's not but me as a player. Yeah. And I'm like, the only way something's going to happen is, like, if I write and do stuff myself and, um, Man, we lived in this little two-bedroom apartment, man, me and Noel, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a, a little air hockey table, man, and I had all my shit set up on that, like, a little uh, MIDI keyboard, you know, and a little uh, just, oh, yeah. like, USB thing to, like, record music, and uh, I had pre-Sonos, 
and uh, shout out to um, Zach Sherporn, man. So Zach mm-hmm. was like in the band, you know, he's not in the band anymore, but you know, he just come by, man. I just like bounce ideas off of him, man. Just be like, yo, I'm working on this song, bro. Like, what would it sound like? And he either really hyped me up, you know, or really like slap me down or something. <laughs> he's like, nah, that ain't it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, Zach's opinionated for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you know how Zach is, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, or I have just like a line or something, man. Like when I was writing, keep on keeping on, he's like, oh, bro, you got to say like pie. And I'm like, oh, bad, bad. You know, so that was like kind of the early days man and i kind of had um love me babe quarter past four fantasies uh what other like early demo songs that i have uh for that uh keep on keeping on yeah so anyways i, I was just like building You're these building demos yeah. yeah and then uh when it was ready man i hit up uh my boy uh, jonathan to like play drums he's like an old middle school high school friend and then um uh, bryce again man like years had passed so you know uh things had kind of like cleared up you know between us man i was like you know i want to give another shot but no no two guitars in this band like you gotta play yeah, bass yeah, we're not, <laughs> but we're actually not. we was alternating i've kind of forgot about that we would um take turns mm-hmm. so sometimes i would play bass on songs and, and i would let oh, him okay. play guitar and uh vice versa and so yeah man so once we kind of got those demos I, and then elliot man it was so funny man like because Elliot, you know, I knew him uh, freshman year of college. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he Where said he pl- we went to Grand Valley. Okay. And he said he played saxophone. And he came by, like, one time when we was in college. You know, we was just, like, messing around, just fucking right. around. And it wasn't cool or whatever. And never thought about it, you know. And then seven years, I was like, hey, I'm starting a band, bro. Like, you should just bring your saxophone. Like, no pressure, you know. Man, like, no just, pressure at yeah, all. Yeah, just, like, come through. I'm not trying to have you in my band for years, <laughs> yeah, years yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> right like yeah like at this point the band is elliot and the good time family band um but um anyways we was playing like uh maybe it's quarter past four or, or love me babe one of them songs i don't know and uh elliot like came in the room you know late elliot always be late you know we jam and i'm just like bro just, just like pick up just whatever just fit, like, yeah. man he started playing a horn like Bro, literally everybody it was like, yo, like I was like, like hold so up. Like, <laughs> did he have that plan or he was just going like, No, nah, he just, just came going. in cold. He didn't know any of this, bro. Like I'm saying, like me and Elliot, we hadn't jammed together. I didn't really tell him my vision for the band. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, I just got a band, bro. Like, we about to practice, like, come through this day, you know, if you want. And we had already been practicing and Elliot was like 30, 45 minutes late. So, you know, he walking into the middle of it. Yeah. And I'm just kinda like, hey, just pick up your sax, like not knowing what to expect, not knowing how you play or nothing, man. And it was just like kinda like instantly like that like the vibe, like everything we were missing, like everything cause we was like it was Zach, you know, he wasn't a musician. Like the whole point of having Zach in the band was kinda be like the hype man, you yeah, know, it just kinda like do this thing, yeah, you know, and then John was on drums and um, and then Bryce was on um, bass, and you know, we just kind of we grooving, but we weren't really there. But then when Elliot came in and just started playing, it was just like the energy in the room instantly went up. And I tell him that to this day, it always happened, even if it's just me, Scott, and Jason, like as a trio practicing. Like even the songs where in. yeah, even the songs where Elliot don't really play saxophone, like he might but, just be playing auxiliary percussion. But his his energy his like his presence yeah it's like we don't feel the same and it's not like me scott and jason are close like we we good you know what i mean we mm-hmm. good but like it, it's like once elliot gets there it's like all right cool all right now 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 i feel like per- yeah. perked up you know what yeah. i mean like, like no, let's elliot go has that he has yeah. that that energy even just like in general like it doesn't have to be when he's doing music in general when he comes through right. people are like oh excited happy like yo 
Yeah. Yeah, Elliot's that dude. I know, man. Elliot's <laughs> that guy, man. So, anyway, sorry for the long-winded story, but no, I feel not. like I had to explain, like, how we got the KJ and the Good Time Family Band, because I feel like it definitely came out of being in other bands and just, like, kind of getting sick of playing other people's shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where it goes. Yeah. Um, when did you first start playing guitar? Like, uh, I would have been 18. So <laughs> it's so funny. I literally like other than like rapping, hip hop music and R&B stuff. Like I didn't really have a, a, a landscape of like, uh, you know, I, I would say like music that is guitar oriented, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, I, man, I got cut from my basketball team my senior year, man. And I was like, so banking on, it, I was just so pissed and something just told me to listen to some Jimi Hendrix, man. And, uh, I listened to that, <laughs> are you experienced, man? And I remember when that shit just hit that. Uh, I was just like, yo, <laughs> what is this, man? Like, I was like flipped upside down, man. And um, the funny thing at the time was I worked at Best Buy and we was piloting a program called uh, like uh, Best Buy Musical Instruments. And so we had a musical instrument store in the back of our store. Mm-hmm. And so I got like, you know, a discount and stuff, like a pretty good discount at Best Buy at that time, man. And uh, just kind of on a whim, man, it was like an acoustic guitar kit starter pack. And I went back there and like talked to some dudes, man, you know. And uh, anyways, uh, I picked it up, dude, and I was just obsessed, man. And it's so funny. I remember when I brought it home. I brought it home. I brought it home. My dad was just like. <laughs> what the boy you up here spending your paycheck you know i'm 18 at this time you know so it's like really like a dumb decision you know from my dad like you spend a hundred dollars something or whatever on this thing you never gonna play it and like me and my dad had this relationship where it's almost kind of like okay so now you know i'm really about to play it right right (laughs) you you just did that like all right i'm about to show you all day and i was just obsessed man like people don't believe me man but i'm like i was i was working you know full-time hours and like going to school like damn near like 12 16 credit hours and and like i would still stay up like (laughs) six hours playing guitar like Mm -hmm. a day like it's crazy like i feel like i i feel like i accelerated quickly and then plateau (laughs) (laughs) but yeah just gotta stay steady yeah it don't get me wrong like i've learned some stuff but yeah i accelerated like very quickly i feel like so um it was it was just kind of one of those things where it just feels so natural man like Mm -hmm. yeah i never really like struggle with like like I struggle with chords in a sense of like you know moving slow, but it was never like when I when I teach like little kids or you know adults who don't know how to play guitar, you know they like muting the strings and like can't get the shapes right. I'm like I never really had that problem. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like it was it was like crazy, man. Like it's just one of those things where it felt like divine intervention. As soon as I picked up that first acoustic guitar, I was just like okay, like this is what I should be doing other than playing basketball probably all the time. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Why you get cut from the team? <laughs> Man, it's crazy, dude. So I played my sophomore year, right? And, like, I, I, I rode the bench, you know, and then played junior year, same too. And then uh, senior year, though, I was like, this is going to be the year, man. Like, I'm going to start, man. Like, hopefully get, like, a D3, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was working out in the summer, man. Motherfucking coach, bro, had us. He moved from Muskegon. He moved to Muskegon. 
and we did a basketball tournament up there and this motherfucker had us moving shit in his house and stuff man i was it was like only like four or five of us man mm-hmm. i'm up there dude we was, uh, we was playing with like some dudes you know uh well you're not really from this area but it was like a dude like uh his name was dave thompson mm-hmm. he played at granville man and he was like so fit he was so fast and quick dude and i was like a little scrawny dude but nobody wanted to guard him and i was just getting my ass just crossed while you know other other people didn't want to take him on and stuff so i was thinking like yo i've been working hard man i've been running i hope this dude moving his house and uh he's like when we went in the room he's like kurt you're like a son to me you know i'm like smiling thinking like all right cool. yeah yeah he's like man he's like you're such a good dude like when my daughters grow up i want them to date a guy like you i was like yep yep he's like but uh he's just not gonna have room for you on the team this year brother is like just sat there just like and i laughed like <laughs> and he's like no for real like we're gonna go with the a younger uh a younger approach we're gonna bring some of the younger guys up and we just don't have room for you know seniors who we feel like you know won't won't like take us there and i was like okay you know and then the crazy thing was like it wasn't just me like dudes who was it was a dude who was our starting point guard yeah. uh javante hood and he got cut too and it was just like a lot of like politic and like there was a freshman and like uh his dad was like the coach of like a uh, a, a team uh, like the Rampage, you know? Yeah, yeah, Grammar's Rampage, man. His son was like a freshman. He's uh, on the uh, senior team. It was just like a lot of weird stuff. Like, like, yeah, and it's like, like I don't want to make excuses, you know what I mean? I get it. Like, you know, looking back, it's like, yeah, I wasn't the best kid, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was like one of those things was like, clearly I had potential. And a lot of the dudes who got cut too, it's like, yeah, they had potential. But it was kind of one of those things where it was like, nah, bro, like. We got people over here who are connected, you know what I mean? Yeah. And their kids are like mildly good. So yeah, yeah we gonna we gonna go with a younger team. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, man, but it's just like that's how life be, man. When you mm-hmm. always look back, like in that moment, man, that was, that was the, like worst the worst experience. Yeah, that was like the worst thing that could happen to me. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. upset and stuff, and just like what in the hell made me turn to Jimi hendrix like to be like man rap ain't just gonna do it for me man i need mm-hmm. this weird this guitar dude I, i've always heard about you know what i mean and mm-hmm. yeah and and that really just kind of led me down a rabbit hole where i just kind of just was like i'm gonna start digging everything that i heard but don't know you know led zeppelin mm-hmm. the beatles man frank zappa like all of that you know what what are your first memories of music like the first music you started to like memorize either the lyrics or the melodies or whatever yeah like just like early 90s corny rap stuff you know like crisscross obviously was like real huge that was Uh like my first cassette tape man i would have been like (laughs) two when jump came out man i just remember you know like my uncles be like do the dance do the dance you know making Uh, me like oh yeah (laughs) you know like all of that like uh i was into like another bad creation you know abc Uh, they were kind of like the rival rap group (laughs) crisscross they had this song of that Aisha, you are the girl that I never had, <laughs> and I want to get to know you better. Oh, 
oh, they had shit, uh, I forgot about yeah, that. they had playground <laughs> and chilling at the playground, and that's where I saw this cutie. <laughs> right, yeah. So all of that type of stuff, you know, like when I was a little kid, and then you know, my dad, like, it's funny, I, you know, we've talked about this before. How, like, our parents just kind of play like explicit stuff, you mm-hmm. know. So like, yeah, like doggy style, and mm-hmm. you know, the chronic, and all of those stuff where like yeah, i literally didn't understand the curse words and stuff but yeah. it's just kind of like in the background and then my dad was really into like funk stuff too so like i remember like a lot of like which you know i love now but i hated at the time you know especially like mm-hmm. the cheesier stuff like the luther vandross or like alexander yeah. o'neill or even like the isley brothers at the time you know what i mean like mm-hmm. uh, i just hated that music yeah. but that is all like kind of like my first memories all those songs you know even like the, the sly funkadelic all of that type of stuff yeah i yeah i was very much like that like i'm i'm i feel like i'm just now not just now but not too long ago started to listen more and more to like old school r&b stuff or just more r&b in general yeah because i used to be like nah i ain't ain't fucking with it yeah i know (laughs) it's just kind of like as you mature and you get feelings you know (laughs) yeah yeah, you kind of understand you know you you get in your feelings every once in a minute you listen (laughs) to those songs you kind of connect but yeah, you know, when you when you nine, ten years old, man, and you, you hearing uh I'm trying to think of like a song that like I hated at the time. Um mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean <laughs> whatever cheesy, you know, eighties, seventies love song you could think of, just when you were a kid, man, yeah, like that like, just don't hit. connect, man. It just like it's almost like it feels gross to be listening to. So you're just like, please, I remember just being in the car, like, please turn this off, please, bro. I'm not trying to hear. Yeah, I really loved uh, Michael Jackson though too. You know, my dad and then we bump that. You know, all the pop mm-hmm. stuff. Funny enough, you know, they like Prince, but I didn't like Prince at the time. He was, as a matter of fact, yeah, Prince is a perfect example. He mm-hmm. was one of those dudes that, like, Where when I was like, a kid, no, like, what I, is this, no yeah, I'd be like, this is corny, like, oh, little okay. red Corvette, like, mm-hmm, <laughs> this is cheesy, you know what I mean? Like, ain't no way I'm listening to this, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Purple Rain, like, t- man, as a kid, like, hearing that, I'm like, this this is the song that y'all going crazy. This song is awful, you know, because it's so just slow and just, mm-hmm. I never meant to cause you when it's sorrow. You know, like, <laughs> as a kid, that just seems so, like, you just can't even connect to it on a certain level, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you get older, man, you just, you feel that shit yeah. on a different level, you know. Life. Hell yeah. That's funny. Uh, Cam was really into uh, Michael Jackson when he was a kid. Too. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. hard not to be, man. Yeah. You got a lot of hits. Oh, yeah. You got all the hits. <laughs> Uh, and I want to say like uh, just let's not even go there about the the stuff with 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 Michael. You know what I mean? I know he's a controversial character right now. I'm just yeah. saying. I listened to him when I was a kid. Oh, <laughs> I leave it at that. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still listen to Michael. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, me too. Me too. Me too. We won't go there. <laughs> um, I know, like, so yeah, like you're you're originally from Grand Rapids. I know yep. we've talked a couple times about like you've noticed how much. It has changed over the Wild. years. Like what? What? What have you noticed? Uh, there just one shit here to do, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, okay. You walk downtown, man. Like mm-hmm. half of them buildings like weren't there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There just wasn't a lot that was that was happening. You know what I mean? Like I mean, you even think about sports. You know, we had like uh, you know, like the Grand Rapids Gold at least down there playing like the Delta Plex, which is like somewhat affiliated to the uh, NBA. 
and uh then you know like uh the griffins kind of started like 2000s i want to say maybe it might have been late 90s but you know oh, okay um, but, but either way you know they weren't as established as yeah. like what they are now you know at, at that point in time and like oddly enough the cool thing that we the two cool things that we had here for me that went away was we had a um extreme football league team um, oh yeah i think for the xfl or maybe it was just kind of like a semi-pro league mm-hmm. uh, but we had a team there and then yeah the, the grand Rapids rampage yeah that oh, team. Yeah, yeah. and then we had a, a basketball team a semi-team uh semi-pro league team too the grab hoops man it was dope man i, I really I, I really like that purple and black logo but um either way man just all of the stuff that you see down here there just wasn't nothing to do man like even when we was like 18 I feel like it was like limited options on bars and like there weren't a lot of breweries or anything like that too. Mm -hmm. And like beer just really wasn't that popular. You know what I mean? So it'd be like three spots downtown. Like that's all you got to choose from. (laughs) You know what I mean? And now, you know, it's a billion different places you could go to. Yeah. yeah, And Grand Rapids downtown. But yeah, that's just really all it was. And then too, like even just like the housing downtown, you know what I mean? It's so many more like apartments and lofts and, things like that i just feel like that didn't exist like there wasn't housing down there it was just residential buildings and it was just Mm -hmm. like very boring and it was just a few spots to visit you know yeah um we're jumping back i forgot i had this question on here yeah no no no, you good (laughs) what what is your uh favorite prince album oh uh sign of the times right yeah. now i feel like it always changed you know changes, every, from from you. you know every couple years or so but right now definitely sign of the times man like my, mm-hmm. my magnum opus right what, there. what are some of the more well-known tracks on that? uh there's um um what am i thinking of uh i can never um i can never take the place of yo man so good uh sign of the times the the title track uh, what else? Um, if I was your girlfriend, you know that one. That boom, 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 a lot of people hear that song and think it's just like uh about like a a dude just like they're confused because the song's like if i was your girlfriend but he's kind of talking in this high pitch uh voice too so it's kind of like makes you think like maybe he's being a woman like mm-hmm. you know like and like pretending talking like talking to a guy yeah and i think that kind of is a little bit of the twist that's why mm-hmm. he does you know that but then also like really what the song is about is like prince is saying like if i was as close to you as as you are to your girlfriends like i want to be that close with you you know what mm-hmm. i mean like i want you to tell me secrets the way you tell your mm-hmm. homegirl you know like i want i want you to feel on, like comfortable undressing in front of me the way you would in front mm-hmm. of your girlfriends if y'all was trying on clothes you know mm-hmm. um that's just like a cool concept to me you know yeah. what i mean and, and it's like very deep you know and i feel like a lot of people just like think that's weird but you know like for me it's, it's really hard for me we talked about this before like to be like autobiographical in music and you mm-hmm. do a good job at that too like you know i feel like you don't mind 
kind of like uh like putting yourself out there being like mm. this is what i've been through or like this is what i feel or whatever but i'm very like metaphorical similes like when i write you know mm-hmm. i'm not as direct man so mm-hmm. i love like a good like print song like that man where it's just like there's even a breakdown where he's just like it's so weird where he's just like uh where he's like what he's like uh oh, then what what will do it for you you know he's like if i if i dance naked in a ballet would i get you off you know and he's like then what will you know it's just like just, just talking like, and just really like really just putting, putting itself out, out there, there you yeah. know what i mean and a lot of people would think of him as a quiet and you know enigma dude and you don't know a lot about him it's just like man you just gotta listen to his music like mm-hmm. you know it, it's like it can be kind of uncomfortable sometimes if you're really seeping in like what he's saying you know yeah damn yeah, I gotta. I really gotta listen to more Prince. My dad is really into Prince. I like. I feel like your taste is very similar to my dad's. Taste. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. I guess. Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel love, like an I mean, old. I'm an old soul. Yeah, this, man. for my dad. Yeah. yeah, he'd be on the Parliament shit. He'd be on the yep. Prince, all that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Parliament. What, what's your favorite Parliament record or Funkadelic, whichever one? I'm trying to think. I'm so bad with um, titles and names. Yeah. Um, what's the one? I probably I got the record too. Um, there's the one that has "March to Witch's Castle." I like it's that. Cosmic one. Slop. Cosmic Slop. Yeah. I like would, a lot. Would you like to dance with me? We're, We're doing, doing a cosmic, cosmic slop. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I should mention I do this a lot, and I try oh, to yeah. not do it. Like I imitate songs uh-huh. <laughs> with my mouth, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of just saying the song name. Yeah. No, I was like to like imitate it. Fine. I'm just cutting all that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you sued. They're gonna be like, "We heard the whole song. You hummed all five minutes of it. Copyright fine." I'm 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 gonna get sued. I'm I'll be putting all kinds of shit. <laughs> That's all right. I ain't got no money for yeah. me. <laughs> shit. Let's uh you trying to rap? What? Oh, rap rap? Like yeah, right now? Rap, I thought you meant like rap with a W, like oh, I was like, like damn, that's it. That's it. Like, I'm all right, like, we got the good we got a, a nice cold thirty minutes. Uh let's all go. Right. We out. Yeah, so so we gonna rap and then get back into talking, huh? Yeah, that's okay. What I, that's all right. I, I like to use it. As, I break it up. No, that's that's solid. I was yeah. like waiting to rap at the end, but man, oh, don't knock no, yeah. me on my rocker. All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah, y- yeah. I don't even know what to say on this. This ain't right, and yeah, I'm in this bitch I'm tryna get dope, tryna get rich Hit the switch, change up the pitch Put them in the ditch, hold up This ain't right, dog. ain't got no wish Hold up, I hit it, switch when I shoot the ball Ain't right, too raw, dog. Illus in the village You can see me spilling out of my brain Ain't right, I'm the main Insane on the train, smoking on that Hold up, I might pass the mic right quick, right quick. See yeah. what KJ got yeah. in this bitch. Yeah, me and A right, we tight. Like do rags and waves at night. <laughs> oh, here I go, I might get hype on the mic. It's been a minute since I've been in it, but I've been doing it. So here we go, I got the flow. I switch it up, I pick it up, and here I go. Yeah, you know, it's been a while, but ooh, child, here I am. I'm the man, oh goddamn, how am I flowing on this beat? Mm. 
It's so sweet, I'm so unique Man, I'm in my own lane, man, I do my damn thing And yeah, you know how it goes, spitting off, off the dome oh, Here I am yeah, I'm home. I might have to put down the guitar, become a rap star, go back to being K Jizzo from the bottom of the mizap. The shout out to Jeezy, you know how we do it, man. You know it's so easy. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. it's so easy. X cheesy, extra greasy, y'all. Better believe me, this shit ain't that easy. I mean, we just breathing, inhaling, embellish, eating relish. I don't know, dog. I had to tell him. Now you know I'm got a felony, cause I'm a felon. Now I'm mailing. What am I mailing? I don't know. Ain't right. I got the flow. Hold up, my lose control. Hold up, my grab your soul and snatch it up out your chest. Ain't right. From the Midwest, I used to rock guests, but now I rock less. I don't know what that means. I got on some blue jeans. I'm over here with the team. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> I saw my wave. I was real loud, so I should rap soft. In 2022, you know you can't cough. Look how people <laughs> getting scared round here. Now I'm getting so 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 silly. Sometimes I feel like Pac. Sometimes I feel like Biggie. Sometimes I feel like Will Smith, and I get jiggy. Man, I'm running in the city, and I run it like Diddy. That was a real old line, recycled from the 2000s. Here we go, acapella can't stop. Yeah, it's hot. Keep going on it. <laughs> I lost my breath. <laughs> hey, see? Man, if I didn't lose hey. my breath, man, I was going to keep going, man. Keep... It's been Damn. a minute. That's, if we didn't talk about that. I used to rap, man. For real, for real. Yeah? Yeah. K what was that name? K Jizzle, man. It's <laughs> silly. That was my, <laughs> my MySpace name. This is, I mean, this is, when I was, this is before I was playing guitar, so I would have been like 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah, there's some songs out there somewhere, bro. Oh, bro, we gotta find. I'm about to, hey, I'm about to try to do my best to throw that in there. I'll, I'll find some. I got them on an iPod, man. Um, at home still, man. I, I'll let you hear them. Throw me a clip. Yeah, kind of my here. my fame song. I had this song. <laughs> I'll sing the hook for you. Remind. I'm 17 when I made this. No, no. But it was like, you hey, ma, come roll with a G. You should just, you should just roll with me. Hey, ma, hey, ma, come roll with a G. You should just, you should just roll with me. <laughs> hey. So like hey, 2009, no, no, I, 2008. I'm to say I had a song in college that sounds similar to that. <laughs> Do you wanna roll with a player like me? I can take you to a place that a player might see. <laughs> that was like such the vibe, you know what I mean? Like being a G, being a player, being cool. Man. Motherfucking G. But yeah, you know, man, when I picked up guitar, man, I, I in two, man, I kinda had this like um like when I first started playing guitar, I was still kind of rapping, you know. Mm -hmm. But then I would kind of get this feeling, man. I would hate that feeling of when I would go to somebody and you know I'd be like, oh, I'm a musician or whatever, and they'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, you rap, mm -hmm. you know, just because I'm black, you automatic. Know? 
they like and then i'll be like well i, I do but like also like i play guitar really that's what mm-hmm. i kind of meant by that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like oh no you rap and i'll be like Ugh. you know i just hated yeah. that feeling and i kind of just went way left man it was uh-huh. just like, like fuck rap bro like y'all not about to put me in no box like i'm gonna quit rapping actually like uh-huh. i don't even like it like everybody and their mama do it man like this is stupid you know like i just yeah and i just like, put all my heart into guitar man but i miss rapping i like doing stuff like that like i can still freestyle every yeah, once yeah. In a no you're yeah. getting it hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's hard man i kind of forget that that keeping your your breath up man the control yeah, of the gotta, breath gotta, yeah gotta, it's yeah. been a while since i just freestyled like that uh-huh yeah you gotta, you gotta find the spot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna breathe right here. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, switching topics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, how old is Maisie now? Man, she is uh, 18 months, almost 19 months. So she about to be two. She'll be two in like uh, five months. Yeah, which is so, crazy. Yeah, so you're you're fairly new into fatherhood. You said she's two, like so. Should be two in was July. Was she born like? She was born twenty twenty. COVID shit. No, nah, COVID was high COVID and heavy, was bro. High and like, heavy. COVID was like March twenty twenty. You know, my mm-hmm. daughter was born July oh, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Damn. So, what was uh, that experience like? <sighs> stressful, man. Just yeah. so stressful, you know. And we was man at that time, man. I don't know if you. Were, I mean, obviously, like it was just so high alert. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it was like if you go in the grocery store. Like don't touch everything. Oh no, you know yeah, no, I mean? yeah. When we wipe down all your groceries when you get home, you know, like yeah, we was when doing we was, that. When we was first on it, <laughs> motherfuckers was on it. Yeah, and that was to like May ish, you know, before mm-hmm. I feel May June ish, where finally I feel like everybody's like, okay, we gonna stop doing that shit. But obviously, mm-hmm. COVID was still killing people at a high rate. So mm-hmm. you know, then we had the hospital experience. You know, where was, we was worried if I was gonna be able to even like beat her, and then. I was luckily. Um, oh, okay. I was yeah. wondering, like, what was they doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So luckily, I was able to beat her. Obviously, we just had to mask up, and then, um, yeah, man, she was born. And I remember being—it's so funny to just look back now. But I was just so worried because, like, you know, the doctors, like, you know, grab your baby. You know, everybody's like grabbing her, passing her. I'm just like, oh man, all these He's people like, like touching my brand new baby, bro. Like, like I know. I'm like with COVID, man. I was. Yeah, I was very hyper, <laughs> like, just, like, uh, I don't know, I was I was on edge a lot, mm-hmm. and then it even was crazier when she was born, because then, you know, everybody wanted to see her and meet her, you know, and then, like, uh, you know, with our parents, you know, my mom was just like, what you mean I ain't be able to hold my grandbaby, and we just like, you can't hold her, you know, like, it was even mm-hmm. that crazy, you know, my mom was just like, I don't care about COVID, like, I don't hold mm-hmm. my grandbaby, you know, and Noel was, like, very against it at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think they just all kind of came in the backyard. You know, we kind of sat from a distance. But I'm just like, yeah, man, I can't thinking do. back about that. I'm like, that's wild. Yeah, you came. Yeah, I came through. We, we yeah, chilling yeah. in the backyard. And, yeah, yeah. And I, I, were we even doing mask at that point, or was it just like the social distance thing? I think we was doing mask. We was at doing point. mask and yeah. distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, that that's crazy. I mean, it's still even crazy to this day. <laughs> I mean, she got COVID. She got the mm-hmm. Omicron, man. When that came through, my daughter did, but. Mm-hmm. Took it like a champ. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's how them young whippersnappers do, bro. I know, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. But yeah, man, being a parent is is wild. I, I, you know, it, it really shook me up, man. That shit. I mean, between between the pandemic and like being a dad, like, man, I'm like whoever I was like 2019 and before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you didn't, if you haven't talked to me before, then you don't even know me. <laughs> Like, right yeah. and then on top of like all the social justice stuff that happened man like between all of that man mm-hmm. it, like it just like very it just changed me man and fatherhood yeah. was like really you know the biggest thing of that that 
they just really changed really, a lot. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I of course fatherhood changed me a lot, but um also yeah, just the, the that year, the social justice stuff, the whatever, being able to sit down and and be in my head more and think yeah. about what I want and yeah. boundaries and all this type of shit. Like Yeah. You know, you know, the one thing, and I don't know if you agree with me on this, that, like, I learned through, you know, the social justice stuff happening, you know, being mm-hmm. a dad and, and just the pandemic, man, I really, and, like, not even in a mean way, man, and I think people might think this is mean, but I just think it's just more so, like, you know, my time is, like, so valuable, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, where it just kind of, like, I feel like I kind of shrunk back, and that became easier to do that, too, because, mm-hmm. of, you know, coronavirus would be like, yeah, I can't go out, or, like, I can't do this, or, I can't do that, you yeah. know, but it's just, like... But you just be lying. No, I would say, yeah, I would say, you know, lying, but it's just kind of, like, fuck, man, when my kids got to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. and then I've been with them since six o'clock you know yesterday mm-hmm. they might wake up in the middle of the night i had no free time to myself so now i'm about to stay up you know eight to midnight to try and crank out all of my uh you know music you and do my do. things that yeah. i try and do and i might go to bed at midnight and they might wake up at two o'clock and then you know yeah it's just like you know you no. think about all that and then it's like yeah you're very no protect- i'm straight you, you, yeah you gotta <laughs> be protective of your time and space and your energy and what you're doing yeah Cause you don't have that much time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's not even in a disrespectful type thing, man. Yeah. It's just like two man. My daughter is, she rambunctious, man. Mm-hmm. She is why like, it never been a baby where she wanted to cuddle. Even when she's little, I feel like you know, like even when she was months old, man. Like you try and cuddle her, she like and be like, hey, let's just sit like right just here. Just like, like, like yeah, like, like even relax. to this, bro, yeah, I ain't like watching the TV. I don't think my daughter's ever gotten through a full ten minute TV show. Yeah. <laughs> like, that ain't no, ain't no chill. You know what I mean? So it's like always on our toes with her. So it's just like very, uh, very tiring too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like your brain is just like mush where even to the point where like you know even if you could go kick it with a friend it's like i ain't got nothing to talk i haven't even had a second to breathe today you know what i mean it's like my mind is just activating you know and I, it's just like uh being a parent man especially to just like a young youngin' like that man like a, a toddler or an infant man it's just like they need to be more start being more realistic <laughs> about that, i feel like man i don't know do you remember any of your experience what it was like with cam when he's that age with cam um man it seems so far away yeah, like, I bet. It, yeah. And, and i hate that my memory's so bad because i i feel like it's so blurry like yeah, all of that is so that. blurry and and during that time like was really nuts for me like i was going to community college i was working for um, Genesee Intermediate School District on like a school bus as a transportation aide. And then I was also working at McDonald's. So I was like yeah. just working, working and going to school and yeah, no, I barely sleeping. Like, yeah, that yeah you, crazy. Got a, you got a different experience. You know, I'm over mm-hmm. here with like, you know, married life, eight to five job mm-hmm. type thing. You know what I mean? So it's just like a different experience of yeah. taking it in as like a dad. Yeah, I had him uh, so young. But, but like, um, I remember him, like, he's always been into, like, sports and balls. Like, like it seemed like at a very young age, he already knew what to do with, like, the different types of, like, sports. Yeah. Ball. Like, if I gave him a football, he'd, like, hey, throw it. Give him a soccer ball, he'd kick it. Basketball, he'll bounce it. Like, he just, like, knew what to do. And he was always happy with, like, playing with sports stuff. Yeah. Um, he was really into cars, like 
and I, I don't care about cars at all. <laughs> and he was really into just like all the toy cars and stuff like that. Like always been into that. Um, he was, he was all like, I don't remember him being horrible, with like sleeping and stuff. Like I felt like he got on a good routine. Oh, you lucky. Like fairly, <laughs> fairly quickly. I do remember that when we moved to fair state to live, like it, it, took him off his game like yeah. in the new environment like because he he was also like sleeping in his own crib in his own room in the crib right like pretty early and then we moved it was like yeah nope. like, he's like he's room. in a room with yeah. us like yeah yeah so yeah he wasn't gonna, he was like nah i ain't about to be in there by myself <laughs> bro. i don't know this place like, where we at? right but no um uh, i don't know i do know one thing um and it's something i kind of wanted to talk to you about yeah um but like for me i noticed um, like as a hack Cameron and he gets to a certain age to a certain age I feel like it started to bring out more of like emotions that I kind of tucked away oh yeah so um, and probably like as he reached the age of when things like certain things happened to me that were like traumatic like I feel like it just start things started to come back like oh yeah. shit I thought I was over, over that, this yeah. or that and it's like oh fuck no I was popping back and I know we've talked a lot about just kind of like depression and anxiety yeah, or whatever yeah. it is and kind of trying to deal with those type of things. Yeah. Um, how's that journey been for you? I know. It's interesting, man. You know, my I feel like, you know, as my adult life, my anxieties and my depressions are like totally uh, different than what mm-hmm. they used to be, you know, yeah. for a long time. And even to, to very recently, I mean, it's still, it's never going to go away for me at this point, you know, but mm-hmm. I lost a friend when I was 10 years old, man. And mm-hmm. uh, he drowned him and his brother drowned and uh, his brother tried to save him. And like, you know, his brother like fought probably, you know, was struggling and brought him down with him. And I remember to this day, man, my, I wanted to go see their bodies. Like I didn't even really know what death was, you know, and they yeah. was having a viewing and my grandma was like, don't take that boy. And I was like, I'll, I'll be fine. And my mom was mm-hmm. like, oh, it'd be fine. And uh, something about just seeing their bodies in that casket, man, mm-hmm. like my little brain just started to like, it's like it started to question everything. Like, mm-hmm. yo, my mom always told me about God, but like, are they with God? Like, they only ten. Holy shit! Like, they die. I could die. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like all these things. And I remember driving home, like from the uh, viewing, and I just, I was like, I was in the back seat. I was like, wow, wow, like you know, just like started just having a panic attack, you know. Mm-hmm. And, my mom like pulled off to the side, gave me some water, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I had no idea, you know, I'm crying my eyes out. She's mm-hmm. like, it's okay. Like you just probably had a panic attack. Like, what was it? You know? And I'll tell her like, I don't want to die. Like, I don't want to die. You know, I'm like freaking the fuck out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Like I remember that moment just like so well, I feel like. And then from there on, man, it's been that way like my whole life and just like in middle school and like high school and stuff. Like if we started to go like too deep in like history or certain things, like if my mind started to just like kind of go on that path, like mm-hmm. if we talk about the big bang theory or something in science class, like I started to think of like, Oh shit, I wasn't born, man. You know? And then I just start to just, my mind just spirals, you know, of, like mm-hmm. what happens after this. And it's just like, I freak out. And so and sometimes I would like leave class and just like, so like, <laughs> it's really funny, but I don't know a lot about science or history because mm-hmm. I would try and like tune it out because my mind would like race too much if I would start thinking about certain events and you know mm-hmm. how it played out with me you know like slavery and like what about if, like this thing didn't happen you know like mm-hmm. I would just like overthink a lot of stuff like that and 
like you know as i got older just like if i'd be watching a movie or and like death would happen or something but like i might just start like tripping you know it's just mm -hmm. like it would happen out of nowhere sometimes no, something might not trigger it at all i just might start thinking about it and freak out you know and uh it's just like i've learned to just kind of cope with it now you know mm -hmm. and it's not that bad and now you know i feel like <laughs> i don't even have time to think about that shit you know what i mean mm -hmm. my anxieties and troubles that was like you know thinking about just how to be a dad and how to make time man it's just like doing all the stuff that i do man between like the radio and the podcast and music and just like you know i get more like i, I think i've become more comfortable with like accepting i'm going to die mm -hmm. but now the problem is like I haven't become comfortable with like, I have to give my time literally to everything else, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Than, than what I want to do sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. which is part of life. Like that's a selfish way to think, you know, I get that, you know, like mm -hmm. that's pretty selfish to be like, I only have so much time. So like, I want to capture it, you know, but it's just, it's just like kind of one of those things where I try and do everything that I want to do, you know, on top of trying to be a good dad and, you know, work the nine to five and all of that, that you have that you have to do you know mm -hmm. so you know that's kind of like my problems now like you know i feel like that's like middle class problem shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real for real now you know but every once in a while my anxieties of death always creep in that's always like ever hanging over my head i feel like mm -hmm. yeah that's wild yeah. yeah like i i feel like the way that that i react to things is by being detached like i can very easily just like not i think that's why i have horrible memory because so often i'm just like i feel like i'm not even so like you could be right like, like you, you could know, be upset about it but you just kind of like be like nope not even thinking about it or like i i um i feel like i just kind of mm, I, don't, I don't it's like i don't even know what the fuss like I, i'm not even <laughs> here yeah like like so a lot of times i'm just totally detached where i feel like i'm might have made it so i'm just emotionless yeah right you know what i mean like yeah. like i um and i'm starting to notice that because like i don't know i was talking to a friend not too long ago and they've been talking about like tracking their moods and stuff like that as a way That's interesting you know i thought about that yeah and 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 i haven't even started doing that but just like thinking about like my moods because I, I feel like i don't think about it and i'm like i think for me a lot of times my mood is just nothing like it's it's not happy or sad it's just like yeah you just like numb i, I don't even feel yeah 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 so and for me i feel like over the years my healing process has been getting more to being present and saying really enjoying um life yeah you know what i mean because I, I feel like also i'm very good at like having us putting on a front yes you know what i mean I, so yeah, yeah, so like yeah. people don't notice or anything you know yeah. what i mean but it's like I can totally just not really know what, like, be present. And right. it looks like we're, you know what I mean? I'm like, 
Yeah, I no, know. totally. No, I, yeah. to- I totally get that, man. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, it's so crazy, man, that, that being present thing, man. That's like the most important part, you know, and that's what, it, you know, like through through therapy and, you know, even when I was a kid, like I've only done, I've done therapy once as an adult for like five sessions and I did it as a kid for like a few sessions when I was having anxiety, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the most important thing in all of those things is just like being present. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing thinking about? where you was at during the big bang theory like that is mm-hmm. done like, like you know so, what i mean yeah like, so in your head yeah it's like what the fuck you doing thinking about what happened when you 80 90 like you 32 mm-hmm. like just right. be right here right. you know what i mean like well, you making up these scenarios that you have no control mm-hmm. they already happen or either they gonna happen and you don't even know what's gonna happen right so you so, can't just be sitting here festering over it yeah. like that's impossible and that's, that's that anxiety it's, it that's is that. yeah it's so you hard to tell your yourself head that so much and turn so many different yeah. scenarios and we're like, well, oh, this or what are this or yeah. what are that or what are that? You know what I mean? And I've been a lot better about that, too, uh, especially like I worry a lot about how people feel or what they're thinking or like, yeah, me uh, too. you know, like if I made them uncomfortable or said something wrong or did something wrong or if I want to talk about something, am I going to say it wrong or do it wrong or yeah. whatever? So th- I can flip that a million times. Right. And I'm learning more often than not, if I just say how I feel, it's fine. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and just, right. be, and just have the conversation. Yeah. And I used to avoid conversations so much. And it's funny, you know, I'm, I'm turning the opposite of that. It's, mm-hmm. it's so funny, man. And this is like one of the things that's changed about me. You know, like mm-hmm. I used to be the type of person where like, if I see somebody that I ain't seen in 15 years, but mm-hmm. I remember, you know, I'm not the person that's afraid to be like, hey, you saying from blah, blah, you know, mm-hmm. and they looking at you like, mm, I don't know, you know, like, bro, trust me, like, I know you and whatever, you know, and the world be like, I can't believe you did that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, why would you go to a person that's a stranger, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, the funniest story, man, of meeting somebody like randomly <laughs> as hell, man. So there's a guy on um, on Instagram, and his name was Brules Rules. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my boy Brad, man. Uh, look up Brules Rules on Instagram. He's got a pizza <laughs> joint that he runs up north somewhere. But anyways, I never met this dude in my life. Uh, I think he posted something about a tribe called Quest, and mm-hmm. you know, it was just like, yo, like the page, you know, like talking to each other, or whatever. And uh, realized we was both from Michigan. And anyways, we was at Founders Fest in like 2014, 2015. And I'm standing next to a dude, and he has uh, Brules uh, on his shirt. <laughs> Steve mm-hmm. Brules. Do you know that show? The Adult Swim show with John C. Um, O'Reilly? I don't think I do. Yeah. I think his name's like Dr. Brule or something like that. Uh-huh. So anyways, I see this character on his <laughs> shirt, and, I, and we kind of like look at each other, and uh, I'm like, are you Brules Rules from Instagram? And... Uh, He's like, yeah, are you KJ10? I was like, yeah, bro. You know, we like hug each other and talking. And, and Noel, you know, my wife, girlfriend at She's the time. She's just like, oh, my God. And his girlfriend, they both sitting there like, what? How do, how do y'all know each other? He's like, like we, oh, we follow each other on Instagram. And he's like, have y'all met? And he's like, no, no it's our we first just time meeting. Yeah. Like, how did you know what he looked like? Like, we don't. And they're like, yeah. how did you know that was him? And I was like, I saw his, his shirt. And uh, I was like, I just, I know, like, he's super into Brule, like, that yeah. guy, you know, and Steve Brule. And then I think he just kind of, like, maybe saw a picture of me or something, yeah. you know. It's kind of like, yeah, I just kind of, you know, thought that was you calling me out by my Instagram name uh-huh. like that. Uh, but you know, like I feel like I used to do stuff. I would never. I feel like I would never do anything like that now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I just kind of like let stuff pass. You know, and a lot of the reason with that was 
when all this stuff was happening with the social justice and, and George Floyd, and I mean, even back to Cat, man. But, you know, I started to see a lot of people that I never thought would, like, say some stuff or do some things. Like, I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. what? That's how you feel? Like, yeah, I have like, been oh, at your I house. no idea. Yeah, I'm like, we didn't have barbecues together, man. Like, you done been over here. Like, I was about to invite you over to, to kick it with my daughter. Like, that's how you feel, you know? Mm-hmm. And that happened on, like, more than one occasion, you know, I'm talking about, man, I, man, I lost probably like three or four friends in that process where I was like, wow, mm-hmm. never thought you'd be like that, you know, and even some of the people like, you know, that I was closer with, you know, I talked to them even afterwards and I'm like, damn, you, you still not getting it, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like after everything we've been through, man, after me, like sitting here pouring my heart out to you, opening up about everything trying to like redeem you of telling you like why what what you did was Take like extra wrong steps what you that said. you really ain't got to yeah do. like i ain't like, got to say it, you know yeah, i'm saying here gotta, bro yeah you know i'm saying here to this man like you ever heard of langston hughes like no i'm like bro you never heard of langston hughes no you know it's like you ever heard of my angelou um it's like i think i know who she is she like writes stuff. yeah she writes stuff bro like you know just simple stuff that uh you know this person didn't know you know and it's kind of like this twofold thing of like i I, I can't be mad at you that you don't know that, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's the classic system of like the, the school, you know, letting you down and your parents and everybody who's supposed to teach you about this stuff. But, you know, that history isn't important to them. So you don't get taught it. So, you know, you don't understand the context of it. And it's always hard because it's like, you know, yeah, these people are good people. But also at this point in my life, I'm like, I can't have people in my life if I'm educating you on this basic of a level right now mm-hmm. with like having a daughter and stuff like. You can't be in my circle, man, if you don't understand, like, these basics, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think anything's wrong with that, you know what I mean? But having those relationships where, you know, it was people that I thought I knew and, like, they're not real about it, you know, it, it has, like, kind of made me, like, take a step back to, like, you know, if I see somebody that I know for 15 years, it's like, I don't really know that that person mm-hmm. <laughs> anymore, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm not even going to talk to them or create any type of relationship or start anything back up that isn't there or whatever the case may be, you know. But I do kind of miss that because I think a lot of opportunities came out of, you know, me kind of being that person to not mm-hmm. be scared to go up to somebody and say what's up, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I definitely had a situation like that where, like, there was somebody who was, like, my one of my best friends in elementary school and, like, super cool and he was like a lot of my elementary schools were like more mostly black so a lot of times he, he might have like he, especially in uh middle school because he ended up going to the same middle school as me he's the only white person like right. a lot of times in the class that's the backwards so, perspective interesting so but then he went and moved like out of flint to like a more white area right um and then, like, one time, because he still got, you know, had a lot of us as friends, you know, from Flint, and they went to school with him on Facebook. And he shared some shit on Facebook, kind of, I think it was something along the lines of mocking people who, like, are on EBT or whatever. Right. And, you know, kind of, it was very racially toned, though, like, basically yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. like, black people, you know. Yeah. And the people was on his head, like. Quick, course, like, right. like, like, what, like, what the fuck is this, bro? Like, you went to school with us. Like, you was like the only white person in our school. Yeah, so you think you would really understand that? For, for yeah, for one, that and like, you know, like we was all like cool with you. Like, we didn't have to be cool with you. Like, like you <laughs> right. like we, yeah, yeah. like we didn't have to we be as loving and accepting you. Yeah. of you as we were, but we were. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then yeah. you like on some shit like this, and then like everybody was just like 
going off, going off, calling him out. This dude deleted everyone. Damn. He deleted all of us, all of Facebook. So he like, ain't even like apologizing. He, he ain't even like trying to double he, down. No, like, like even him. even somebody who, um, like one of his, um, I think somebody who was related to him or something was like, Chris, why would you like? Yeah. I just said his name, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to put an edit thing in there, <laughs> But like, why would you say something like that? Like, your parents were on EBT and shit. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. like you, like you, you lived ignorance. in Flint. You were poor. Like you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, what, what the fuck are you doing? You putting on a front? You know what I mean? And but that's the thing, bro. That's that's where it's hard. I mean, that's where it's like, yo, the privilege that this dude has clearly experienced mm-hmm. off of what he, even based off his experience of like how low he had it, but how mm-hmm. much still better he had it than y'all. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he hasn't processed that still. And that's, like, mm-hmm. sad. You know what I mean? That's what's, like, disappointing to all your friends. Right, yeah. And that's how I feel with, you know... And, and you know, another thing, man, and sorry to, like, kind of hijack the story, no. uh, but just kind of, like, relating it to the same thing that happened with me of, like, this person posted something, you know, of, like, Blue Lives Matter or whatever, and mm-hmm. everybody, like, Bro, take this down, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, this wrong. Bro, take this down, bro. This wrong. Hey, take this down, you know? And then he responded to all three people and was like, such, Brittany, you're such a good person, but blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jamar, you're such a good person, blah, blah, blah. KJ, you're such a good person, but blah, blah. And I said, yo, let me show you this. These three people that, oh, they're such great people. You're the best person in the whole world. You blah, blah, blah. What they all got in common? They all black, right? Mm-hmm. And we all telling you how wrong this is. We all telling you to take this down. All telling you how offensive it is, right? And then all you could do is just keep combating us, right? Keep arguing with us. Keep telling us how we this. But at the same time, talking about, oh, you're such a great person. And you're blah, blah. And you're the smartest person I know. You know, and this person I was tight with, you know, like, mm-hmm. they be telling you, oh, I want to be like you and blah, blah. And like, I want to mm-hmm. have a family like you and do this. And then it's like. I'm telling you something. You telling me you respect me, and this person was like younger. Not that that matters at all, you know. Yeah. But they was younger than me, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like one of these things where it's like, bro, your privilege and like your unconsciousness to feel like you so right, you can't even see three black people literally that you claiming you got these great relationships with, and they so nice, and they smartest people, you know, blah blah. But you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. you can't even realize, be like, damn, maybe they got a point. Like, if like, all let me, three let of them, let actually try to yeah, learn and see what their stance right, is. Right, yeah. Like and if, be, o- be fucking open. Yeah, yeah. To, like, if they all opposing this, and they all the smartest people, greatest people I know, maybe there's something to this, you know? But it, it was like no moment of self-reflection. It was just kind of like, oh, no, y'all wrong, and let me tell you why. But I love you because blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't be backpedaling. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like with your boy going back to that of, of me thinking of that of like it's not even like you know he's seeing all these people comment that and instead mm-hmm. of like having some moment of self-reflection or trying to explain or trying to talk it's just like no i'm just gonna delete y'all you yeah. know what i mean that's like that's yeah. no self-reflection that's just like it's just like an unconscious bias to be like i don't have to be bothered by this you know what i mean mm-hmm. i can say what i want this is america <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, right. but hey, it's just crazy man that's wild yeah wild shit um have you been um, meditating still? Man, I'll be on and off. So, like, mm-hmm. um, I was really hard with the meditating on 2020, man. But <laughs> even with meditation, it was still going to be down. So, by the time 2021 came in, like, you know, like, I think, like, halfway through, I was like, 
man, forget this, man. Like, I, it's still mm-hmm. not working, and I'm just so stressed, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Um, and then this year, I was kind of like, yo, I'm going to get back into it, but now I put pressure on myself. And I know that's probably bad, you know, but just to kind of get in the groove, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I might do three days in a row, then I might miss two days. Mm-hmm. And then I might do one day, and then I might miss, you know, another day. And then I might yeah. do a whole week. You know, just, mm-hmm. like, not putting that it's, pressure on myself. Yeah. But eventually, I do want to get to, you know, an everyday, you know, 30-minute type mm-hmm. of thing. But, yeah. How do you how do you feel that affected you? And I know you say you know you still had depression and stuff, but did you for a moment? Obviously, it, there were some benefits. Yeah, yeah, like still yeah. Went. For a moment, it was it was really good and, and really helping me. You know, mm-hmm. I just kind of like lost my way. You know, or like mm-hmm. I, you know, I would get in situations where I'm like I'm cool. You know, mm-hmm. it's like okay, now that thing upset me. I'm still cool. Okay, this thing upset me. Okay, I'm losing my cool. Okay, mm-hmm. something else happened at work today. Now I'm about to lose my shit. You know, or like even with meditation, it was just so much that just kept happening to mm-hmm. me. Where it's like eventually, like I just like exploded at the seams. You know, mm-hmm. but for the time when it was helping me, man, it just really gave me uh, that clarity of a lot of things, man. You know, I really feel like that's when I uh, kind of stopped being like really scared of death and just kind of like accepting it man you know i had like this kind of meditation moment where something about it man something just clicked where i just kind of feel that at peace man where i was just kind of mm-hmm. like you know i will have like these little things man you know <laughs> like one thing was like music was like a big thing for me at the time you know and just kind of like not being uncertain and just like what i want to do you know it just like trying to tell myself like bro don't worry about what's gonna happen like anything can happen like you don't gotta be in a band like that's not the thing anything can happen you know and so anyways throughout my meditation man i was just trying to put out good vibes you know of like something happening man and the next day you know i program on the radio for wyce mm-hmm. and um i got hit up about that opportunity and i was like yo mm-hmm. like yo that's crazy i was literally thinking and, and like when i was in my meditation it just kind of like you know it's like it, it doesn't have to be whatever like i just want something to happen just to show me that like you know all, all is good you know and that mm-hmm. happened man i would have like these little moments of just different things like that you know where it just kind of felt like having those moments of silence man to like really focus like i would use a lot of meditation sometimes some i mean sometimes obviously i would try and have my mind as clear and blank as possible to just kind of get back to center mm-hmm. just focus on breathing but a lot of times i would do stuff like that like i would focus on something of like what i wanted to kind of manifest or like you know uh you know just you know trying to get some clarity on something without thinking mm-hmm. about it too much you know like death going into it and thinking it's just like you know i'm just trying to get some clarity on it and, you know mm-hmm. just figuring things out so i would have a lot of those little moments man and like i said you know after probably about like seven eight months man like i feel like things just got off the rails with life yeah, and, and it's just it like just, yeah just meditation just yeah. like blocked me like even if i tried you know i would just be in my head so much man you know yeah. yeah, I I was I was uh sticking with it for a little bit too, and, and kind of fell off. But for me, what meditation did that was really good was um. I feel like I'm very much like I can be in my head so much about I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to yeah. do this, I have to do that, time, time, time. Putting time aside to just sit down and breathe. And not have any other things that you're like, I have to do this, yeah. I have to do that. Putting that time aside throughout the day, I think, um, helped me kind of on this path of being more present, being more, um, like happy, not putting so much on myself, like all the pressure that we put on 
ourselves like, okay, I got to work towards getting this amount of money or right. getting these accolades or doing this or doing that. And it, it kind of was like, you know, I said this before kind of on the, uh, when I was talking to Austin, but like living is like what life is about. Right. Like, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, and we put so much pressure on each other or on ourselves or whatever to like, you have to be producing, you have to be, yeah. you know, doing this, this and this to have a quality life. That's what I said with like the meditation that. where I was like, mm-hmm. just, I, you know, I know it's beneficial to do it daily, but you know, it's mm-hmm. just like right now, it's just like, why put pressure on myself? Right. You know, exactly. why be like, you got to do this right now every mm-hmm. day. You know? Like, no, like you're going at your pace at your, yeah. you know, yeah. on your path and. Yeah, I did that with guitar too, man. I mm-hmm. the first like, man, one of my goals for like 2019, 2020, damn near twenty twenty one. I had twenty twenty one was a little bit different, but um, was like play guitar every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know people believe in that, and I know that's great because mm-hmm. I did. You know, and then twenty twenty one, you know, I was like, uh, I got to do that riff like every week or mm-hmm. whatever, just to learn new stuff and do things. But um, yeah, that pressure of just being like, I got to play my guitar every day like was not good for me and i did it for mm-hmm. two years you know so it's like all these i gotta meditate today i gotta mm-hmm. play guitar today you know i gotta be here for my daughter today you know mm-hmm. i gotta be at work you know it was just like i feel like i was just adding all this stuff for myself you know and even you. on my instrument and even though you know a lot of times i feel like people feel like to perfect your craft you have to do it every day or whatever and mm-hmm. i'm just like you get to a certain point where you're not going to lose certain abilities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't take two, three months off. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But, you know, if you got a two-day, three-day bender where you, like, my mind is just so fried mm-hmm. that, like, I can't sit down and write a song or do whatever. And I know a lot of times, you know, some people might have that experience of, like, well, sitting down and writing a song, like, helps me. Sometimes mm-hmm. it does, yeah, for yeah. sure. But you have those moments where you just, like, I am so fried from life. Like, right. I just... I can't, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like a lot of times us is, you know, want to be, you know, perfecting things and, you know, being told all the time that like somebody else is being better than you if you don't do it. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, if you don't practice your craft every day, you're not going to be good at it. Like we don't have that thought of like, oh, yeah, if I don't practice for two days, like I'm not going to like you know be the worst player ever you know mm-hmm. what i mean or or you know just being honest with yourself too of being like i'm not like i want to be big you know what i mean obviously and do this for a living but it's also like i play in a local band like i don't have to be mm-hmm. <laughs> you know top tier right now you know mm-hmm. but yeah like you said it's like going at your own pace but also the meditation has like you know gives you that clarity to also understand that like you'll get there when you need to get there you mm-hmm. know yeah. yeah, I think so much of that is about just listening to yourself to listen to your body and what yeah. you need. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like your body will tell you like, hey, like you, you're Slow not feeling down. that shit right yeah. now. Like you've been going too hard. Rest is just as important as important, yeah. if not more important. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? me. Yeah, I used to go to bed at like one o'clock every night, Bro. and this past like Same. yeah, this past like three weeks. I've been going to bed at like 10, 10, 30, mm-hmm. like so uncharacteristic of me. But like, yeah, because it's like my body is like, just rest, mm-hmm. my dog. Like, just go to bed, you know. That was the same, same shit for me. Like, I, I usually prefer to write and 
and do creative stuff yeah, at like two it, in the morning. I know <laughs> like, it just feels I, better. I just feel like, yeah, I, I I think a lot of that has to do too with like how my brain is just like like all the time. Yeah, and like at nighttime it kind of calms quiet, down. Yeah, everything's quiet. People it's aren't dark. moving around. Yeah. you know, you know, Cam's probably sleep. Whatever's you know what I mean. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, I have this time to. Also, I have experienced the whole day and all those emotions. Now I have the time to sit down and just like put that out yeah. or, 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 you know, yeah, create with that. Yeah, man. It's the magic hour. Yeah. For me, man, like, yeah, somewhere between 10 and 10 and 2 is like the magic hour, man. You know, mm-hmm. maybe even before that, you know, yeah. maybe in the winter times, but in the summertime, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. Summertime is still uh, light out at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. <laughs> so, um, What's what 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 you got going for the future? What's what's, um, what's you got any plans? What's up? Man, that's a big question for everything in my life. Or what we talk? We whatever you want to talk <laughs> about music. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm doing a lot right now, man. That uh, yeah. So you know, I, I got an eight to five job, man. I do HR during the day. Mm-hmm. It's like really hard, man. Like you know, I like you know, I used to always think like. Yo, I want to be like, you know, HR manager and like VP of HR, you know, and I feel like I've just been so jaded after the world of like, I have not like I'm a corporate guy because I make because I have to do that. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't I don't want nothing to do with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I hope nobody from work listens to this, but yeah. it's just kind of like, you know, that's my day job. And so it's like, it's a focus for me. You know, mm-hmm. I want to get better at it. So it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll put time into that. But it's like I'm learning on the job, and you know, if I go to a conference or do something afterwards, like it is what it is. All I'm saying is like that's a small portion of something, right, for the future that like I'm mm-hmm. just focusing on because it's it's my day job, you know, so I make a living. Um, and then with the band, you know, we want to drop a EP, hopefully, you know, like this year, maybe, um, you know, maybe early next year too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just practice, you know, got some some new life in the set, man, doing some new covers, worked on a you know a, a song or two. Uh, that that you know we could put on an EP or something like that. So focusing on that, Been doing some solo stuff just mm-hmm. under that. Kurt Johnson, the second name, man. Oh, That's yeah, like yeah. A, just a no pressure posting a SoundCloud, man. So I got a vintage drum machine and you know just to kind of get my creativity flowing, man. I'll kick that on here. That doom, 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 <laughs> you know, and just start trying to write, and then you know yeah. I just build stuff off of that with the synth, and it's very low pressure, man. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just do some covers like in my own way and doing some originals. So working on that just like when i get the chance to uh you know working for the station for wic mm-hmm. just volunteering there i do the overnight shows right now sunday man midnight to three as of mm-hmm. now um and then you know i started training just to kind of maybe do some live on air stuff or some like substitutes um what else man uh my community center i volunteer with the kids man i want to get back involved in that i'm actually you know this is the first year they became a non-profit organization so that was huge man and just on the board for that and, and helping them out and you know trying to get them going and you know just having my own kid man it's so hard to like try put and be up with other kids things, yeah put yeah. balance so i've kind of been you know uh taking a step back and just kind of behind the scenes you know kind of working with my kids that like you know that i know of you know mm-hmm. just like hitting them up and checking in on them and stuff like that um but i want to focus in on that more because i know i know they need me you know 
Um, and then, of course, being a dad, you know what I mean, man? Mm-hmm. It's been crazy to see my daughter, man. She just, she cracked me up, man. She's just growing so fast. She just learned stuff. Like, yeah, that that is one thing that has really learned me to be in the present just because every day she's been doing stuff so different. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of had this existential moment of like, bro, you walking around here grumpy and like upset. You like missing these moments because mm-hmm. you like just so like, you know, just all over the place so you know whenever i like try and come down with her now man i like i leave all of that bullshit you know and mm-hmm. just try and be goofy and kind of take her in you know uh but yeah it's like even when we leaving here when i was leaving here you know like she she been singing like songs like she go bye 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 she you know like mm-hmm. and uh when i was leaving she started singing the whole thing she's like bye bye black she three bass yes sir yeah i was like just looking like, like oh you got fuck? it yeah I'm like what how did she you start yeah. singing it yeah i learned i was working on that right yesterday. yeah yeah she's like this is what i've been building up to homie what you mean you've been hearing me say bye bye and not getting like, what past you think that I'm doing? yeah what, what you, you think, think i'm gonna try to so that's been like real cool man so i'm just trying to be real present you know and just like experience those moments too but as you can see, man, just a lot, man. But yeah, I mean, I would say the most important out of that, you know, just just being a good dad, man, being a good husband too, you know. But mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you know, we've been together for a decade now, man. So don't get me wrong, it's still work, man. And I feel like as we <laughs> get a kid, man, like things definitely change mm-hmm. and we're working on. But we always been locked in sync, man. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like that. That is what it is, you know. But uh, yeah, really, music and music and being a dad, man. That's like my my two biggest things that I focus on, but. Even with the music stuff, man, I'm really putting pressure on just or, or not putting pressure on myself of like what it could be, you know, like that radio thing is something I always wanted to do and mm-hmm. I never expected to do that. It just kind of came out of nowhere, you know, yeah. and I, it's just like an option like, oh, shit. Yeah, I never thought of like radio being an option or doing something for mm-hmm. a career. And even just, you know, as I get older, I'm like, shit, even HR, I was in, doing advertising public relations. I don't know how the hell I ended up in HR, you know, yeah. but I'm just like, who knows, man? Maybe I end up working for a label, man, doing A&R and mm-hmm. artists and repertoire. Like, you know, I just like, you know, I'm doing my research, doing my things, you know, or maybe I start a record label, you know, mm-hmm. like just really, I have no idea, but I just know the future involves something with music, you know yeah. what I mean? Even if that's not me playing on stage, you know? Mm-hmm. Continue to put yourself in position. Yeah, continue it, to be around it. Continue exactly, man. Make just, connections. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Just be around it. And it's just like, you know, I always hear this, and it, it, it might be bullshit. You know, I don't know how people feel about stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it's just like when you put so much uh, love into something and like so much time into something, it's like it's bound to like come back to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that relates to you and like all our music homies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, like everybody who who at least was in like our little circle or quadrant or, you know, Mm -hmm. six degrees of separation or whatever type of thing. Like everybody seems really passionate about that, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. not to say that like, you know, uh, everybody is going to be a mega star, like Mm -hmm. everybody going to blow up. But it's just like, if you really dedicated to this and you really passionate about it, like you're going to find your lane of of Mm -hmm. where you fit in somehow, some way, man. I really feel like that for, for a lot of different people that, you know, that we talk to. I agree. Yeah. Sorry, I, think man. A, I feel no, like I'm tangent. No, that's a, I think that's a good spot to that's a good positive note to to end on. Uh yeah. Sweet. Thanks, thanks for uh coming through. Yeah, man. Appreciate you having me, man. Fuck this is yeah. fun, dude. I'm glad Fuck I got yeah. to do it. Fuck yeah. Yeah.